Downloads of this show are available on Podomatic.com and the Podomatic mobile app. This is Radio Free Brooklyn. And this is Young Persons Radio! Amazing. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Young Persons Radio right here on Radio Free Brooklyn. This is your Sunday morning comedy show. And I'm telling you, folks, if you're not laughing yet, you soon will be. We've had a bit of a late start this morning due to a number of technical failures. Uh, uh, But, you know, this is a nonprofit station. So if you want to keep that from happening in the future, donate. Donate today at RadioFreeBrooklyn.com com slash pledge that's radiofreebrooklyn.com slash pledge this is young persons radio i am your host colby smith i would give out the phone uh number but who knows if it's gonna work today oh yeah let's just take let's just all take a little big breath here together let's take a big breath together okay we're gonna we're gonna namaste this thing together we're gonna go in through the nose and out through the mouth that's great hey everybody how's this how's it going there will be other talk shows this morning in addition to this one, as there is every Sunday. Uh, we are usually followed at 11 o'clock by Points of Order. Point of Order, the great sports talk show. Uh, but I will be filling in for them today, so I am on the air for two hours. Not one, but two hours this morning. So stick around for that. We've got Matt Strickland and Noah Fader from the Tower of Hoops podcast coming to talk to us about the NBA trade deadline, which was Thursday. So we'll be talking all about that at 11 o'clock. Uh, and then after that, the station is fall is uh, programmed uh, 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 some music show. I don't know. It used to be Lost and Rewound with our pal Elon Danzinger. But uh, uh, last week, uh, as I was filling in for points of order for the last like 20 minutes of the show, uh, there was uh, a, a big, a huge like five people in this band and another host at the studio just like loading uh, equipment into the little room outside the studio, and she was just staring daggers at me the closer and closer it got to noon. So, you know, who knows what show that is, but uh, stick around for that because apparently they've got live musicians playing all the time. And then at 1 p.m., we have Objection to the Rule, which is Radio Free Brooklyn's answers to the Sunday morning political talk show circuit. So we've got all kinds of bases covered for you this morning, so uh, stick around for all that and do go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.com for our full schedule of shows, uh, talk shows, music shows, every kind of show you can imagine throughout the week. Now, my guest today is a comedian and house performer at the Upright Citizens Brigade Theater right here in New York City, where she can be seen most often improvising with the Herald team Mermaids at the theater in Hell's Kitchen. She is also one half of the the comedy duo That Shit Ray, along with Rachel Jaravsky, who perform all over the city, and she is a cast member of Lo-Fi NYC, the monthly sketch comedy show at the Under St. Mark's Theater in the East Village. And after all that, she deigns to come down to Radio Free Brooklyn on a Sunday morning, and we are so happy she did. Please welcome Rachel Pegram. Oh, my God. Thank you for having me. (laughs) I'm so glad you're here. I'm so glad that after every piece of equipment in this studio failed right at 10 a.m., yes. uh, that you didn't immediately get your coat and go. No, no, I'm here. I'm here to stay. I'm in it, in it to win it. I'm so glad to hear that. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. Rachel, I, uh, you are the first performer of, uh, of ASCAT at the UCB <laughs> that I have ever had on the show. Oh, my God. <laughs> For people who don't know. Yeah. What is that show? Ascat. Okay, it's su- a Sunday show. It's a it's an evening show at UCB. That it's an evening they, show. Yeah, it's not at noon. No, it's not a midday show at UCB. It's not a class show. <laughs> um, it's not a one hundred and one. It's a bunch of people who've like been doing uh, improv at the theater for a while, and they all come together and do a real cool show. Um. I don't, I mean, I've only done it like a, I can count on one hand how many times I've done it. But, you know, I'm happy to do it, happy to to play with those people. It's a lot of, like, folks I used to watch when I was coming up. So it's really fun. Yeah, see, I was going to ask you about this because uh, uh, this, I feel like, is it's a big goal of a lot of people who do improv at the theater, which is because yeah. uh, that's like the flagship show on Sunday night. And it's the yeah. show that bring a lot of people, like a lot of people's first time at the UCB is, is at that 
show. It's true. That was my first time. I was going to ask you about this. Was that the show that you first uh, saw there? Oh, you know what? That's actually a lie. The first oh. show that I saw at UCB was Couple Skate. Okay. Um, I went and saw it with Alex Song, who was my roommate, my freshman year roommate. Oh, really? Yeah. And I went, you were randomly assigned together. Um, and then we went to go see Couple Skate. We did not like it. We thought it was bad. <laughs> uh, I was like, this is weird. And it was also like the conceit of Couple Skate is like people yes. who don't improvise together. Mm-hmm. So like it could be bad. Right. Um, and we were like, but you know what? The theater's supposed to be good. Let's go back again. Mm-hmm. And then we went and we saw Ascat and we like were obsessed with it. And we came back like every Sunday for a year. Yeah. And this is the, the show is like uh, they have uh, comics or otherwise uh, notable public figures come and do monologues. Right. Uh, yes. And then uh, the, the, the scenes come from the monologues. Yep. Uh, do you remember who was there your first night? Either uh, on the on the cast or. Wait, when I saw it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first time I ever saw Ascat? Yeah. Do you remember? Who was Some people it? do. I, I remember. <laughs> I know. I don't remember who the monologist was, <laughs> but I remember that it was Gathered, Chris Gathered mm-hmm. and Horatio Sands were hosting. Oh, cool. Yeah. And I don't remember who was on the lineup. I mean, I have like a wash of those times like that are all sure. like munged all together of like, oh, these are the people that I used to see perform. Yeah. Um, yeah, I have like a really random picture with like Mike Berbiglia from way oh, really? back in the day. And who <laughs> knows why? I think he was a monologist one time, but like I wasn't that into Mike Berbiglia. Like, yeah. why did I take a picture with him? <laughs> I did though. Like, so insane. Also took a picture with like, what was his name? Some dude named Andrew. I can't even think of his last name now. I have a picture with him. Why? Why did I do that? Was he, make... he was performing. It wasn't just a guy no. next to you in the crowd. <laughs> no, he was like an improviser, but I'd never seen him him before and i had never heard of him before <laughs> that night and i took a picture with him because i was like yes this is it he's in the comedy community yes this is the guy I need to know. <laughs> and you were like 18 yes yep. <laughs> just insane yeah i didn't really like i, I didn't go to school in, in new york but i uh even my like first couple years here i didn't hang around the ucb that much and sometimes i'm just like uh, uh a lot of times i like beat myself up for a late start but i also i'm just like man the 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 amount of nerd I would have been around people who are just like I still would see oh, you know yeah. Is, oh uh, yeah it's kind of a blessing yeah too yeah oh yeah it's definitely come back to like make me feel embarrassed that really? like yeah well it's more that I, when I was very young and like around a lot of comedy uh, boys I would like ask them out a oh lot. sure just like and and everyone <laughs> everyone that I liked I asked out and. <laughs> I was so young and they were like so much older than me. But like uh-huh. in my head, I was like, it's not that big of an age gap, but <laughs> yeah. like it's weird because I was in college. Right. Um, and in retrospect, I should have cooled it, but I didn't. And now I see those people and we have to have like normal uh-huh. relationships. And every time in the back of my head, I'm thinking, I asked you out and I was so crazy. I asked <laughs> you out when I was 19 and I was insane. Please don't think I'm crazy. I'm going to be as like normal as possible now. Yeah. But I mean, you know, you're, you're a kid. Surely there's some level of understanding where it's just like, ah, it was a long time ago. I hope. I mean, yeah, there's no way to know, I guess. I won't ask. Yeah, I wouldn't. I probably wouldn't ask either. No. I probably wouldn't ask someone who I asked out, <laughs> yeah. you know, seven years ago. Right. Uh, hey, are we, uh, is it still weird? <laughs> are we cool? <laughs> are we cool? And they were like, what do you mean there's like, nothing happened Oh, yeah, us? I completely forgot like, that even happened. Oh, right. Yeah, cool. No, same. It, I don't think about it every day yeah <laughs> yeah that's fine it doesn't haunt me yeah to this day yeah oh uh, yeah yeah that's interesting mm-hmm. yeah yeah i didn't uh i can't relate to that i can't <laughs> no no i always oh, played okay. it i always played it really cool with people i liked in the comedy community oh no i'm i was a mess just constantly a mess i am of course uh being sarcastic oh no i don't know maybe (laughs) you've maybe you've been chill with like anyone that you've liked like in the community i have no idea Mm. i on the other hand insane not chill not chill decidedly now and now you're (laughs) playing to the masses together every night at the the hell's kitchen Mm -hmm. theater it's all it takes. Yeah. yeah. Follow my footsteps. So you, uh, in addition to all of these uh, uh, UCB uh, responsibilities, all these obligations yeah. <laughs> to the theater, uh, you also are on a number of indie shows that we uh, mentioned at the top of the show. Mm-hmm. Is that a, uh, um, 
Because, you know, uh, where is this question is coming from? Is that sometimes <laughs> people uh, uh, get success at an established theater like uh-huh. the UCB or, or other examples. Uh-huh. And uh, uh, the indie shows kind of fall to the wayside just out of necessity uh, because of like a time thing. And it's like, well, I'm like getting this exposure now. Uh, but you and a lot of other people uh, do not do that. Uh, where it's just like you're still I still like see you all the time, like out at like bar shows and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, is that a conscious decision on your part just to like keep uh, on stage as much as possible or uh, or what? I mean, I guess this is a sloppy ass question. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just like, you know, you always have to be performing. I feel mm-hmm. like it's like you always got to be like working on your shit. So I'll do shows wherever mm-hmm. and like planning shows is hard. And I already yeah. plan like I feel like one, but like I am also just working on my own yeah. things. So it's like, well, what? I'm supposed to put on another show at UCB? Like, how am I going to do that? And I think me and Rach really like having our show not be at a like established theater, mm. you know, like not at like a UCB or whatever. Mm. Nothing like against it. But I just yeah. think the vibe of the show is like really very party and we like to yes. hang. So like and I think that's the same with lo-fi, you know, like uh, they're both shows that like need to be out of the scene. Yeah. I feel because they don't feel like they would exist well in a th- like a established theater setting. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as myself, I don't know. <laughs> I just like I like being around. I like performing. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Put me book me on your shows. If everyone could book me yes. on your show. A lot of producers listening. I don't know, man. I don't know who's out there. And you know what? The thing is, you never know. And you it's have true. to be ready. It's true. Yeah. I have 16 bars ready if anyone needs to hear it. <laughs> to sing. Yeah. Or yeah, no, dance. I know. I know what bars are. Well, hey, maybe maybe they think rap. Maybe this is, a, this is a cool radio rap bars. <laughs> I don't know. I don't have 16 rap bars. No. I won't be in Hamilton. Yeah. They're doing a... I shouldn't say they're doing an improvised Hamilton somewhere. I Ooh. just saw it. I forget. I think it's. Uh, I forget where I saw it. Oh, you don't want to drag you know, somebody? Do yeah, you remember? I, it's, I'll tell you who. I'll tell you who it is. Oh, you don't want to. Drag I don't want to say who. I don't. I don't know the host. <laughs> I don't know the host, but I know the venue it's going. Ooh, on. so you know. Yeah. The caveat. <laughs> oh, okay. I've heard it's caveat. All right. Whatever. <laughs> See, oh, see, no, I'm not talking about that one. I'm talking about caveat. Oh. It's just on the west side. Okay. I don't think so. <laughs> no, it doesn't exist. Uh, no, there's no west side caveat. Oh, no. boy. No. Have you been there? I have. Yeah, it's cool. I like it. It's nice. It's a good space. It's gigantic. It's, like, really nice. Yeah. It's a little, it's what I thought, like, it's what I thought every place would look like yeah. in New York. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. I, I have this like with my family sometimes where they're just like, uh, well, like we'll come up and like we'll see a show. And I'm just like, you're going to be one of, you know, eight people in yeah. the back room of this bar that's like really far from the train. Right. <laughs> like, uh, just wait on that one. Yeah. The caveat's like a real space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like not a lot of room to breathe. It does. Yeah. You know? You're not you're not touching anybody if you don't no, want to. No. That being said, uh, uh, under St. Mark's where you guys do lo-fi, yeah. I feel like is the perfect comedy venue. Oh, it's great because it's like it's it's low ceilings. Mm-hmm. It's got what, like forty seat forty capacity or something like that. Yeah, 40 well, it's like seats. forty seats maybe. I think capacity is way lower than we thought. Though. <laughs> like shockingly lower than we uh-huh. thought. Um, cause we've always like, we've sold out and then yes. just had, you know, like didn't realize that we couldn't put more bodies. In. Yes. And I think I've gone several times. I think one time I got a seat. I think the other times I've just been like standing like in the doorway. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or yeah. they're, like and Dave Rappel, and he's just like, we can like try and find a chair for you. I'm like, it's not no. a big deal. <laughs> There's also like not going to be one. I know. Thing. Like, we keep extending the audience more and more onto the stage. It's like, where are we going to perform? Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's, uh, that's, this is the second year that show's been going on. Yeah. Uh, it is, it's the coolest show. It's, yeah. uh, it's really, really fun. And it's like, it's all sketch because I, I, uh, uh, there certainly aren't that many monthly sketch shows. Yeah. Uh, in general. I mean, it's like a big cast. So there's always, uh, time to be filled. But I mean, like, I've, this show starts at like 10.30, and I've been there till like close to one in the morning before. I'm like, the show's still going on. That's it's true. just like, no, I think it's great. I, I mean, mean yeah. like, I, I'm trying to pay you a compliment <laughs> where it's just like, there's so much to see at yeah. this show. Well, 
What do you have to say about this? <laughs> what do you got to say about lo-fi? I don't know. It's a real fun time. Yeah. Uh, we always have a party after. There are like musical guests. Yeah, we'll have a musical guest. We have like a, a guest comic some month mm-hmm. who will like do something like another like act or whatever. We'll have like sketches, but sometimes people do characters or like PowerPoint presentations mm-hmm. or like videos or songs or like uh comedy dances we <laughs> once we once comedy. had <laughs> sometimes people do comedy oh my god no more <laughs> than that uh dave's um sister dave rathalides i'll say just in mm. case you want to book him as well um he his sister is a very good dancer uh i don't know her first name but her last name is rathalides uh <laughs> and she choreographed a whole dance for us for a sketch. Mm. Um, and we performed said dance. And honestly, it was not bad for a bunch of comedy <laughs> boys and girls um, yes. doing a dance. Were you there for that show? No, I missed that one. Oh, it was a good one. Yeah. It was fun. I'm sure it was. It was, it was a, it was a really narrative uh, based sketch. Too, uh-huh. And I love that. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I love something that's going to take you on a journey. <laughs> There was one, I think it was the, the, the like last show of the first year where it ended with like Noah leading some dance it was like the whole. That's what task. I'm talking about. What? That's literally the same show that I'm talking about. Oh, I guess I was there for it. That I'm saying. I was, I was there for it yeah. and it was great. <laughs> what, what other Corey? Look, there are a couple that I missed. Oh, <laughs> I was like, well, maybe there was this other time. Noah, I didn't know Dave's I, sister performed that. No, she didn't perform it. She choreographed, choreographed it. it. What am I meant to say? Oh my God. <laughs> So heated, but also you were definitely there. I was. <laughs> wow. Look, just talking about the exact same event. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Guys, mm-hmm. this I think is a good time to take a break. <laughs> Whoa. I. I mean, I've, I say we're going to take a break. We're yeah. going to see if we can. Uh, sure. Uh, given the uh, the Where tech. Are we gonna go. Um, we're gonna go to a song nice. by uh-huh. La Luz. I think that's what they're called. Okay. Um. And it's from their first album, and it's called Sure is Spring, mm-hmm. and it's going to come up right now. Yes! We'll be back. <laughs> Guys. <laughs> I can only apologize <laughs> for all this. I do not know what is going on. And the thing is, you know, we're the first show of the day, so uh, uh, a lot of times, and today is one of those times, uh, we get uh, we get to be the guinea pig uh, mm-hmm. for changes people make when they're here late on a Saturday night uh, and probably aren't paying attention as closely as they should be. So I hope you guys enjoyed the first 45 <laughs> seconds of uh, that cool surf rock song before we were treated to uh, absolute trash. And this is not a reflection on the show or the rest of the station. It's really just a reflection on uh, these piece of shit music DJs at this. <laughs> Whoa, you're dragging them. I'm a little upset, Rachel. It's really nobody's fault. It's really nobody's fault. Yeah, but no. you, you gotta fight. But I, if it was, I would say it's DJ uh, <laughs> D- DJ Tree. I don't know what is going on. I don't know any of the DJs. But, uh, you know, this is a, it, it makes for even worse radio to just talk about technical failures. I don't know. I think if, I, if I'm sitting at home mm-hmm. and I'm reading a book, listening to this, mm-hmm. I'm like, dang, this is funny, relatable stuff. Because <laughs> I true. work also at a radio station. That would be me reading my book in my alternate reality. I also work at a radio station. So then I'm like, oh, my yeah. God. Yeah, I know yeah. what that's like. I remember when that oh, happened. Oh, boy. Those were the days. Well, uh, people can call in uh, to talk about their uh, other radio station experience. Please. And they can do so at 904-351-0729. That's 904-351-0729. Uh, let's get those calls in uh, this morning because it's apparently the only thing that is still working in the studio. We got the microphones and we got the call wow. system. Yeah. Can I call in? Yeah, sure. You know, Matt DiCaro did that when he was a guest. Is it, will it ruin it? Will it ruin the thing? It, no, I mean, it might sound a little strange, but uh, let's see what happens. All right. But again, that number is 904. Wait. Stop. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay, yeah. 351-0729.
and now it's working for sure. Okay. This is just a little example for everybody. Is it ringing? It's ringing. Okay. Okay, here we go. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take your microphone off. Okay. Caller, you're on the air for Young Persons Radio. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Hi. Oh. Wow. <laughs> I, I love the radio. This is so insane. Uh, Dave, get over here. I'm, 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 I'm on the radio. I'm on the radio. Oh, my God. Come in the room. Oh, my God. Oh, my husband. He's going to love this. He loves being on the radio. Oh, my God. Oh, okay. So what So what? What? What you guys working on today? Are you talking to me? Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, right now we're working on trying to uh, uh, make sure all the tech in the studio works. So, you know, that's what we're working on. We're thinking about the NBA trade deadline. Any thoughts on that? Oh, my goodness. Yeah, all of my boys are in the NBA. Every single one of my big, tall boys are in the NBA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they just got traded. So, good to them, I'd say. Yeah, I agree. Uh, uh, good, good for them. Um you yeah yeah great <laughs> oh my goodness oh my goodness you know what i gotta go i gotta go my my husband's jerking off all over the floor i gotta go i gotta go hey honey come on put some of that in me oh my god and that's how a call goes everybody oh my god that was such a good call from that was that really woman. good that was really was good so talented and you could do that too at 904-351-0722 Nine. Wow. Yeah. Well, I wish I had a bunch of big NBA boys. Mm-hmm. Just slide them on out, you know? <laughs> slide them on out? Yeah. Yeah. Of your vagina. Yeah, no, I know. Of my vagina. Yeah, I know. I know where they come from. Do you? Yeah. Yeah, cool. Okay, well, babies, it's pretty simple stuff. Okay? Now, Rachel, <laughs> we like to do a thing on this show. For sure. That has been developed over, over several years of study of the the way of the interview uh-huh and this is a list of questions that have been devised as the greatest interview questions this side of terry gross wow. and they constitute the young person's radio guest questionnaire okay the first question uh-huh who is an actor or actress who every time they come on screen on screen you go oh cool hmm Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe, huh. Maybe like Matthew Gray Goobler. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who is that? <laughs> is I'm looking him up right now. From Criminal Minds. Okay. I don't really there see him in much, but like when I do, I'm like, oh yeah, because I used to watch a lot of Criminal Minds. Uh-huh. Um, I always kind of liked him; thought he was a pretty like decent actor, yeah. a little funny. Um, yeah, yeah. He's always one that I'm also like forgetting oh, about. Yes, I know this guy. Typically, I know this guy. This is a great answer. Yeah, I feel like he is in a lot of stuff too. Yeah. But, like, I don't necessarily see it, but he'll, like, pop up in things, and I'll be like, oh, yeah. Yeah. This is a great, oh, that guy actor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got you. hmm Next question. <clears throat> you are stricken ill and bedridden for an entire day. What show do you put on while you heal? Huh. Well, right now I'm watching Living Single, so that's mm. what I'm going to say because <laughs> that's, that's what I've on. been, that's what I've been doing mm-hmm. when I've been not feeling well yeah watching living single i'd say other times like a classic feel good show is maybe like a willing grace mm-hmm. or a 30 rock yeah those are all like oh like chicken soup kind of yes. tv <laughs> uh were you a fan of the uh has the reboot happened yet the will and grace the yes. late season it yeah. did right yeah it it's did. on netflix mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think it's on Hulu now. You know, it truly doesn't matter which streaming service it is. I don't work for any of them. <laughs> um, yeah, but it was good. Uh, I mean, the reboot's fine. Mm. I'm more into the older ones. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They're better. Yeah. 
It's hard to. We're getting we're getting Roseanne this year. We're getting a new season of Roseanne. What? Yeah. I didn't even hear about that. Yeah. We're with Roseanne Barr. With Roseanne Barr. I guess you can't do it with anybody else. <laughs> That's true. With everybody's back. John Goodman's back. Whoa. Uh, everybody's back. All the kids. I think it's coming on Netflix later this year. They're just doing reboots of fucking everything. Yeah. It's interesting because I have never heard a single person mention Roseanne uh, beyond this conversation. Yeah. Beyond like, oh, it's getting a new season yeah. as well. It's not a sitcom that I think was on anybody's radar uh, who's like doing yeah. comedy in New York City. No. Is she getting a, is she, or sorry, is she uh, um, a Trump supporter? Is that something I, think I made she, up? No, or no. Is she I, like I, actually. It is not. Yeah. Okay. Uh, she is like very uh, uh, outspokenly conservative. Yeah. Uh, about, and like is like not a, uh, it's like anti-feminist in a lot of interviews as well. Right. It just seems to be like not a cool person. Right. And also there are all these stories about the original Roseanne and how she was just a, a monster to everybody who worked on the show. Ugh. Like the cast she was always super nice to and then any crew member was just like a, uh, uh, you know, nothing. That's terrible. But these are the people who we reward. <sighs> Roseanne, check it out. <laughs> Next question. Uh-huh. <laughs> what is an internet trend that drives you nuts? Like bad nuts? Just something that, yeah, something that annoys you. Mm. An internet trend. Something people are always doing online that you're just like, God, another one. This question is inviting you to be uh, like a, a, a grumpy old person. <laughs> Right, 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 right. I'm just like, when am, what's on the internet? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like whenever I ask questions, like, I, did I, I go on the internet too much. Yeah. It's yeah. Um, I, I keep wanting to just generally say memes, but that's no. probably not correct. That is, no, that's 100% correct. I don't know. Like, I guess I don't, I mean, I get memes. Yeah. <laughs> But, like, I guess there are, like, sometimes it's, like, the things happen so quick. Like, I'll be on Twitter, and it'll mm. just be, like, oh, there's this bit about this thing that, like, you don't already know about. But here's this joke, and everyone's, like, there's got a million retweets. And it's, like, oh, wait, I don't even see yeah. the original thing. What's this about? Um, But maybe that's just, like, me being behind. But I feel like they're just so quick. Yeah. We're talking memes, like, a picture of a person with, like, bold uh, uh, like white letters on it. No. Or e- wait, okay. Not even that kind of meme. I just even mean because yeah, isn't meme a broader term? It is. Than that? Yeah, yeah. But, it's or like an internet trope of like sure. like a or a video yes. or like using certain like text blocks like yes. how you like do the writing like like the thing. Oh, what was that one? Um. Uh. uh there was that. One trend. Oh, what was it? What was it? It was like, it was like, oh, geez. Oh, first of all, or like, first of all, I don't even da da da. Do you remember that one? Yes. That it was like, but it was like, I can't even remember how it went. It's like, they're so quick. There's so many, but I didn't even know where that got started. And then everyone was doing it. And like, that was the meme of the moment. Mm. And like, it's like you try and get in there and then you're already too late. You, mm-hmm. you make your meme. You you put your hat in that meme ring, and like you're are it's you're done. Yeah, the memes pass. Yeah, yeah, it's gone already. It's already gone. <laughs> Somebody did your joke. Yeah, three how, seconds before you did it. How do you feel about like reaction gifts? You know what I mean when I say that. Yeah, like where it's like you ask someone to get uh, uh like a beer or something after work, and they mm-hmm. they they send back a a gif of Dwight like fist pumping with like yes. <laughs> You know, I don't get a lot of those. This is just an example, Rachel. Um, well, I don't get a lot of those. My <laughs> friends use their words because we speak English. Okay. Uh huh. Um, no, I think if I got one, I'd be like, okay, sure, sure, sure. But sometimes I'll, I'll, I'll play along. Mm-hmm. I'll like full. I'll do a full play along, like back and forth. Yeah. And tire it out, you know, yeah. till it's dead. Till we both hate it. Right. Till we're not using words, you know? <laughs> I like, I, I'd love to be a little annoying. Mm-hmm. So. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's it. End of story. End no, of no, sentence. it's great. That's a good answer. <laughs>
That's a good answer to that question. I love to be a little annoying. I love to be a little annoying. That's the internet trend that drives you nuts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. write it down. Put it in the book. What is the last full album that you listened to on Spotify? Or Apple Music or whatever your your service of choice is. Can I look? Yeah. Okay. It's not a test. I don't know why. I <laughs> Can I look at it? <laughs> yeah. Um, Can I look at my notes? Because I'm sure I just like have, I like usually save it. People remember. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I listened to Jamila Woods' album, mm-hmm. Heaven. Heaven. Mm-hmm. Nice. Nice. It's very good. I will check it out. Yeah. Yeah. I like it a lot. This is really just a way for me to get music recommendations for people. <laughs> hey, man, you could just ask. Yeah, yeah. You can just ask folks. No, it's got to be content. It's got to oh. be content. All right, all right. Content <laughs> is king, you know? I get it. Yes. Now, karaoke. You a fan? Uh, Kinda. Mm-hmm. Why kinda? I mean, I like to sing. Yeah. Um. Sometimes I feel like as a singer that it's like indulgent when I'm doing karaoke. Okay. Because it feels like, and maybe this is going to sound rude, but it feels like a thing for like people who don't sing, like uh, to yeah. just like have fun together and like sing a song. Yeah. Um. But like if I like add any flourish to how I would sing, uh-huh. it's like, well, look at her doing <laughs> the fucking most. Like, look, you know, okay, yeah, we get it. You sing or yeah. like. I feel like that's what everyone is like hmm. thinking. That's very interesting because I, I have the opposite thing where it's like when I see a friend go up and like really nail a song, it's like it's like we're all winning. You know, oh. it's just like, yeah, like, oh. <laughs> that's my friend. <laughs> oh, my God. Like they are performing. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I do that at every show I go to. <laughs> I really hope you do that at uh, every time you go to karaoke, yeah. like screaming out at your friends saying, yes, you, go, do it. Yes. You are doing it. It's, okay. like a, it's like a private room. Yeah. It's yeah. like just us. <laughs> That's my friend. <laughs> like, yeah, dude. I Yeah, it's just me. <laughs> uh, I once did karaoke with two other people in a private room. No. It was really good. Really? It was really, really fun. Oh, wow. Because it's like, I don't know about you, but when I do karaoke, after I like after I, I do the first song, it's mm-hmm. like, well, I just want to go up there a million times now. And if oh. it's, if it's th- three people, you can't. Yeah. You can do it a like, ton of songs. Keep singing. I don't go, uh, I don't exclusively do karaoke with three people. <laughs> <laughs> that would but be it happened once yeah. where like a bunch of people canceled at the last second and mm-hmm. uh, it was like, well, this is actually, this is really good. It's good that you guys still went. Yeah. I think if like. If it were going to be just three people, that gives a lot of reason to cancel. Yeah. The whole yeah, thing. Yeah, true. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't cheap <laughs> to get this room right. for just three people. But uh, it was great. No, and I take that back because Sage and Noah and I were hanging out last night and damn near went to go do karaoke <laughs> all together. Noah, Noah loves karaoke. I bet he does. Uh, I Have you ever... I know the answer to this question is no. I know someone who uh, went and got a private room by himself once. And oh. stayed for like 45 minutes. What? Where he was just like, he had like just been broken up with and he was just like wandering around the East Village. Uh, uh, like not that night, but it was like yeah. the weekend after it sure. happened. And he was just, he was just like gotten his beer and he was like walking back to the L. And he's like, it's one of those places on St. Mark's and it was yeah. like at the second level above the store or whatever. And he was just like, I'm doing it. And he stayed for like 45 minutes by himself. Oh my God. Which I think rules. I well, I mean, yeah, I think there's that aspect, but also, the, what? How sad? I mean, it's it's sad circumstances that led yeah. him to it too. And I mean, I guess there's a people don't like when people do stuff by themselves. I've like I go to a no. lot of movies by myself, and or and, or like if you like eat dinner by yourself or something, there's always just like you had to go by yourself. Yeah, it's like yeah, sure. unacceptable. I think movies by yourself in New York is more acceptable. Yes, in general, and even dinner. But it does err on the side of why didn't you ask me? If someone like yeah. you tell somebody is like, why didn't you tell me? I would have gone with you. Yeah, kind of deal. I think there are certain activities that uh, then are like, oh no, you can't do that by yourself. Why yeah, you to go and do that by yourself. Such as uh, maybe if you were gonna go to Coney Island, <laughs> I don't think you should go to Coney Island by yourself. That yeah. seems weird. Yeah. Um, where else is like weird to go by yourself? I think karaoke is a little weird to go by yourself. <laughs> I mean, I think so too. I would never like do that. Yeah. But uh, like it would never occur to me to go by myself uh, at, until hearing this friend's story. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Or, like, maybe, like, any of those, like, kinds of, like, classes. Um, like, certain classes, I feel like, might be hard to go by yourself. 
You know those ones where it's like, we're going to be making like a, a chicken. <laughs> Or, like, we're going to be, like, painting. Um, I don't know. <laughs> Classes, dude. I actually think a lot of people do those whenever they first move to New York, like, specifically to meet people. Whatever. I don't I'm know. Just tossing out stuff. I don't, yeah, no. <laughs> just trying to think of other things where it would be weird to be yeah. alone. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ikea. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. You need a person. Yeah. Well, you, yeah, that is like you need an extra set of hands yeah. most of the time. Right. To do it. And it's just like a very depressing place to be even when you're with other people. Oh, yeah. It, it'll take the life out of you. Yeah, it really The does. last time I went to Ikea with my friend, I was depressed by the mm-hmm. end. I was I started in tears. Yeah. Is the thing. <laughs> oh, OK. I was crying because one of my friends was moving. Um uh, away, uh-huh. a mutual friend we have, oh, okay. uh, Miles, he was moving. Oh, yeah. And I was really having a rough time dealing with a lot of emotions, and I just burst into tears on the phone. And then my friend showed up, and we had to like go walk through IKEA oh. and like get stuff for my new apartment because I was moving, yeah. and I was like an emotional wreck and could not handle oh. uh, that responsibility. I don't know what it is about IKEA <laughs> that just like sends. It's actually kind of nice to hear that story because I feel like anytime I go, I'm just like I'm my the my worst self at yeah. IKEA, where I'm just like I'm like mean to people, like mm-hmm. other people who are in the store who like haven't done anything wrong. Oh yeah, uh, and it's just like oh, it just puts me in this horrible, horrible state of mind. Yeah. I don't know what that is. I get mad at kids, mm-hmm. and I like get mad at kids to a varying degree in general. But I like really was like just oh, why are they here? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let Someone me have shut this that kid up. Space, you know. <laughs> this is mine. I know. Ah, this is not kid Kia. <laughs> this is IKEA. My <laughs> Kia. <sighs> you know. Wow, really taking myself back. I'll never go again if I don't have to. I don't know what it is about IKEA furniture either, but like it uh when you when it it really doesn't look that bad in the store. And then you get it and you're just like, this is okay. Yeah, it's like fine. Yeah. I'll say this desk that I got with this little chair. Mm. Pretty good. Oh, very nice. Pretty good. Very nice. That's it. <laughs> End of that story. <laughs> it's a pretty good desk and a pretty good chair. Yeah. Yeah. I, I miss I miss having a desk. I don't have a desk anymore. Whoa. What happened? My room's too small. Oh, no. My little room's too small. <laughs> <laughs> miss it. <laughs> <laughs> it's been on my mind a lot lately. Oh, no. You ever... Uh, 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 you 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 a Mad Men fan? Um, I was, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I was too. And I remember, uh, um, there was like some uh interview with the the creator Matthew Weiner, and they like it was like in the Hollywood Reporter, I think it was like near the time the show was ending, so it was this like big profile mm-hmm. on like him and the show, and they show him like in his uh in his like office at whatever studio it was mm-hmm. there they filmed. And he just had this like big desk with all this stuff on, and I was just like, oh man, that's a really great desk. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> Thirsty for desks. I really want one. I really want one. You absolutely can't fit one. No. Not even a tiny. No. Like little, little. <laughs> I mean, probably it's a little, little, little desk. A little tiny little desk. <laughs> a, I mean, probably a desk is a desk wide enough to fit a mouse. <laughs> Uh, I could probably fit that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you could get a desk. Why don't you quit complaining? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it would just take a little, a little effort on my part. We could get. We had some time for a call before the show ends. That's nine zero four three five one zero seven two nine. That's nine zero four three five one zero seven two nine. If you want to call, and uh, I suggest you do. We got a little bit of time left in the show. Uh, we can talk to you. Mm-hmm. Here's a question for you. Ooh. Now you mentioned crying earlier. Yes. Uh, what is the dumbest thing that's ever made you cry? Huh, the dumbest thing that's ever made me cry. I mean, <laughs> wait, wow, I just remembered. I cry a lot in movies uh-huh. yeah. in general. Um, if I can get if I can get a tear working, it's going to start flowing. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, uh, but I think the dumbest, one of the dumbest movies I for sure cried in was Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. <laughs> a very bad movie, yes. too. But I fully cried in it. I can't tell you even what I cried about, but I just remember <laughs> getting very emotional and like weeping. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when I was a, a little kid, I cried during the Rugrats movie. Yeah. 
When, I mean, that did come out when I was a child. I think that's reasonable, though. Yeah. yeah. And, like, I think it's always good for kids to show emotion. Totally. Totally. They should be encouraged. Yeah. To Let do so. them and like, cry. Look, it's like it's the, the movie, Tommy Pickles gets his little baby brother, and I had a little brother. Oh. You know? <laughs> so it's like you're making connections exactly. to your life, and it's, like, heart-wrenching. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. No, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Me crying during Cloudy <laughs> with a Chance of Meatballs as I... When did that movie come out? Mm-hmm. I must have been, like, 13, 14? I, I want to say... 15? I, I want to say it was, like... 16? <laughs> like, if well, I, I got to look it up now. The more I go up, the more I'm like, oh, no, then I was too old to be crying to that movie. I think I also cried, like, in the Katy Perry documentary. <laughs> there is this moment... Specifically in the Katy Perry documentary, we can circle back to uh, Cloudy. Okay. In the Katy Perry documentary, where she like is has been having all these fights with Russell Brand, her then husband, Mm -hmm. and she's like really emotional, and it's like like she's going through it, and like and it's like she she's about to go on stage, and then she like goes like is standing on a little platform, and then she just like perks up into a little smile with her hands on her hips, like after having been like. Full devastated, and then she just shoots up onto the stage, and oh, I wow. like cry because I was like, "Oh my god, that's like wow, that's insane, that's so oh my god, yeah, powerful." I mean, and that's it, an incredible yeah. thing to capture on on film yeah. like that. That's amazing. Yeah, Jesus, uh, did you see the Amy Winehouse documentary? No, I haven't seen it. Um, it's uh, there's no similar uh, moment like that because like she performed so little near the end, uh, right? But yeah. um, but uh, if you like the Katy Perry one, that. that I mean, I'm sure I'll like the Amy Winehouse one more. (laughs) Katy Perry is not on the same level at all. I like Katy Perry. I I liked her her more before now. Sure, yeah. I mean, we all have to deal with that last album, you know, that was just like really like clunkily woke. I mean, the thing is, we didn't ask for Katy Perry to be woke. We don't need her to be woke. She can be just little pop girl in the corner. Yeah. Like, just fill that role. Yeah. I like... Hot and cold. Oh yeah. I like uh firework. Uh-huh. Uh Roar. Roar might be my favorite, actually. Okay. Yeah. One of my favorites is Birthday. Birthday, really good. Uh-huh. Really, really good. I got no reason to love that song as much as I do. <laughs> all uh, right. Let's do it. Let's go all in on the female pop stars right now. Okay. Katy Perry's up there, obviously. Uh-huh. Rihanna. Yeah. Amazing. Love Rihanna. Incredible. We're not even going to touch Beyonce. No, Beyonce's already, she's already got her thing going. That goes without saying. Um, I mean, I think Britney is, is like a forever. Oh, yeah. are you disagree? No, no, oh, no. Okay. I, I'm uh, so happy you brought her up on your own because I was going to steer the conversation there. Towards Britney Spears? Towards Britney Spears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you, if you're talking pop stars, you're naturally going to bring up Britney. Absolutely. I, uh, she is doing a, uh, Las Vegas show right now and yeah. has been, I guess, for the last, like, yeah, for yeah. the last, like, two or three years or something mm-hmm. like that. I am dying to see this show. I feel like it is both everything Las Vegas can be mm-hmm. and the perfect mode to consume her as a live performer. Yes. Where it's just, like, on this gigantic stage. It's at Caesar's Palace, right? I don't Where it's know. Just, it's, like, one of the biggest stages yeah. in the world. It's, like, super wide. So it's just like, and she's like, she runs around all the time. Yeah. You know, on when she performs, I feel like it she's, would be a blast to go see that. Especially like we were kids when she was super popular. Yeah. So, you know. Did you, did you, there are videos too of uh-huh. like her when she first started her residency and then her later. So like earlier on, she's like, it's like clear that she hasn't like been performing as much mm. recently because when she started, she had been kind right. of out of the game. Yeah. And so she's like kind of dancing. And then you watch these videos of her later and she's like really hitting all the moves. She's yes. like really dancing, doing all the stuff because it's like, <laughs> oh, yeah, she's been in it now. <laughs> she's also going on tour. I heard that. Yeah. yeah. Which is great. I don't have to go to see the, the Vegas show. I can wait. Till I mean, she comes you can. Through. Yeah, I, mean, I would love to. I or you can to. go whenever she's at. I don't know. Barclays? Bar- I was going to say. Madison Square Garden? I'm guaranteeing she goes to Barclays. Beacon? Be- the Beacon, Beacon Theater? Theater? Not Beacon, New York. <laughs> yeah, maybe, but maybe she's going to Beacon, New York. <laughs> An intimate acoustic <laughs> Beacon Theater show. Yeah. yeah. That would be pretty cool. Radio City? Did you see, uh, um, what is that movie that she did with Zoe Zaldana? Uh, Crossroads. Yes. Did you see Crossroads? Absolutely. Crossroads, amazing. Incredible. Loved it. Screenplay written by Shonda Rhimes. No. Yep. Is that her only one? I don't know. Oh, my God. But I watched it within the last two years. and uh, How does it hold up? Really, really well. 
Really? Yeah. I got to yeah. watch it again. It's so much fun to watch now. Okay. Uh, especially, like, because it is, like, very, like, like hackneyed, tropey, like, coming-of-age stuff that yeah. happens in it. Uh, but it's, like, it's Britney Spears doing it. Uh, so it's, like, just a little off. And uh, it's, like, very, very fun. <gasps> oh, my God. Yeah, <laughs> I got to watch that. It's, like, it's this amazing thing where it's, like, right before Zoe Zaldana was, like, this, like, huge star. Yeah. So, like, she's in this movie and is, like, not the hot one yeah you know? it's like this britney spears vehicle uh and it's it's crazy and the third girl in it is pensatucky from uh orange the new black oh whoa <laughs> yeah is there another girl in it too uh maybe those are the those are the big three there but it's like them three and then it's like is there a fourth i don't think so i think it's uh they're the three that take the trip across uh, there's no one else on the trip i don't think so i'm thinking of another movie then oh okay this okay <laughs> I'm thinking of another. Oh, well, I mean, I know this movie. I know these people. I was thinking of, oh, isn't this person in that movie? And then you said there's only those people. So that person's in another movie. And I don't know what it is. I think they must be taking some kind of trip in it, though. Yeah. Uh-huh. Taking a trip is just a good way for a movie to be. You oh, know? it's easy. Take that trip. That's half of the things. Yeah. Half of the movies. Yeah. I'd say half of movies are trips. Half of movies are trips and the others all take place in a diner. Yeah. Half mo- one half trips, the other half diner. Yeah, I I love a good diner scene in a movie. You know, yeah. like uh, like Heat obviously is probably the big one, the most famous one, or like uh, uh, any of those. Uh, what's the guy with the big hair? Jim Jarmusch. Yeah, any of those Jim Jarmusch movies. Whatever. I feel like I've been seeing too many diner scenes lately. Whoa, really? Everyth- I feel like everything's in a diner. Recently? Yeah. What's at a diner that you all, saw recently? All of Riverdale takes place in the okay, diner. Okay, Riverdale is a TV show and not a movie. And it was also what I was thinking of, but it's it that doesn't count. Okay. Uh, my other examples might all be TV shows okay, as well. Okay, so... You watch The End of the Fucking World? No. A lot of diner in that. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? <laughs> Twin Peaks? Another TV show? Yeah, also TV. The movie Diner from the 1980s. Okay, so, so I see what's happening here. Yeah. You haven't been seeing a lot of diner movies. No. I call foul. Yeah. Foul ball. I've seen a lot of diner TV shows. Though. Yeah, well. Those... But I think it's probably easy for TV shows because it's like, it's just this set they can go back to over and over again. Oh, yeah. And the diner's a pretty good aesthetic as far as like on screen goes. Yeah. I don't know. It just feels like a lot lately. It's not special if you get it all the time, you know? It's like I don't eat at my favorite restaurant every day. Yeah. I go every once in a while. Could go every day. Yeah, but then it would... Might it be kind of nice. I mean, maybe Might at be kind of tasty. At first it would be, but then I'd, I'd get tired of it. Well... I'd get tired of it. I guess. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did you find out when uh, Claudia and yes, Kansas Meatballs came out? You're not so going to believe what year came Okay. Out. No, I'm not. 2009. Oh, no. <laughs> it's even later than we thought. Oh, no. <laughs> So wait, 2009, when did I start school? So I would have 14, so maybe 15 or 16. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's too old. <laughs> In fact, that's too old. I don't know, but the, 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 oh. the, the kids' movies like that can really tug on your heartstrings sometimes. I, there's just no reason for it. <laughs> what else did I see that made me cry? Oh, a more recent movie that made me cry that was very dumb was uh, the little animated one with the little mouse. That like Ratatouille? No, no, not Ratatouille. Like very recent. Um, like it's Sing or something is ah, what it was called. Yes. Is that what the name yes. of a movie that yes. came out? Yeah, Sing, which single handedly <laughs> introduced a whole generation of kids to like the hits of the eighties. Yeah, like I, uh, uh, I'm not gonna give a specific example, but uh, yeah, all these kids know the song "One Is the Loneliest Number" that you'll ever do now oh. because uh, because it was in Sing. Yeah, but that's, you know, Seth MacFarlane was the executive producer, and that's uh, oh where his cultural frame God. of reference ends, is that uh, 1989. So, uh, you know, look, Rachel, we got to start wrapping the show up now. Wow. It's gone by in an utter flash, despite... Like the superhero. Yes, it's gone by like the superhero <laughs> of the Flash. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Trademark. I work for Marvel. DC? Wow, cool. I don't know. <laughs> I think it's DC. Yeah, I work for DC. I yeah. work for both, actually. Don't tell nice. them. Nice. <laughs> Please don't tell. Don't tell Stan. It's okay. No, no one, uh, uh, no, none of the studio execs uh, kept tuning in after the first tech slub or uh, text, uh, what is it, slip up, flub, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. 
Speaking of flubs, uh-huh. flub the word flub. Hey. Anyway, it's Rachel, right. thank you so much for being here. Hey, thanks for having me. When is the is the lo-fi next uh, Saturday, the seventeenth? No, mm-hmm. under St. Mark's double booked us. Oh, um, cool. But we we're always the third Saturday of every month. Okay, so, except for February. Yeah, except for February. February, don't come. Yeah, there's another festival there, and you know what? Don't do it. Don't, don't go. Don't it's bother. fine. Go next month, the third Saturday in March. Yeah, yeah. Uh, great. Uh, anything else you want to, uh, people should come see before? Oh my God. I mean, uh, oh, the next that Ray is coming in early March, probably the second, third week, uh, Friday of March. Uh huh. Um, the next, uh, a Herald night is Tuesday. Oh. So it's my last one on this team actually. Oh really? I'm going to go out of town. For a couple weeks after oh, that. Sure. So I'm going to miss the last show. But that's the last one. And you know what? Who knows if there will still exist after that Tuesday? Yeah. We might get broken up. Uh, shake ups are happening. Uh, shake them up. Yeah. Shake them down. So. <laughs> shake them all around. Yeah. I well, might get back, put back on Lloyd. Who knows what will happen? <laughs> I don't think that's true. Uh, it's never been done before, but it's not to mean that it can't. I guess so. Uh, thank yeah. you so much for being here. Uh, it's really, really fun to have you. Hey, and uh, uh, please come back sometime uh, when it's not rainy and miserable out and when all of our tech works. I will do that. Great. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, stay tuned for a point of order with special guest host, me, and uh, Matt Strickland and Noah Fader from the Tower of Hoops podcast. We're going to be talking about the basketball trade deadline. So uh, you'll definitely want to hear me try and uh, uh, stumble through that conversation. And we're going to try our best to go out to a song by Titus Andronicus called Fatal Flaw from their album Local Business, I think. We'll see if this works. Let's try it now. Now. <laughs>